a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me, Inca. Hamish. I don't tinker. I am an Inca. <laughs> uh, ahoy I take to me, it seriously. Ahoy to me, colorist. Jacko. Oh, yeah, don't want it in black and white. <laughs> you know, you what if that. a customer has asked for black? I am the letterer. We're tattoo artists, aren't we? No. Damn it. Comic book designers. Yeah, we are. We are comic book, art- book artists. That is what we are. Yeah, do your lines, hand them over to Jack. I'll colour yep. that in. Oh, Jack will go, don't go outside the lines. No, I never Hamish do. Hamish has done them just because uh, he doesn't want any colour outside the lines. <laughs> do That's true, that? really. So, Jack, you're just the colouring in kid. Yeah. Not just the colouring. <laughs> yeah. yeah Ooh, you know how many... The... But a, line is, a line is one colour. That's Whoa. one thing, one pen. I, I've got many pens. Yeah, but you have nowhere to go. Yeah. Nowhere. Jack, are you, you have really no saying... No idea where to go. Like, you're you compassless, really... rudderless no, without I know. the line. No, I know. Are you honestly saying that the guy that coloured in the X-Men is better than the artist that drew them? They're all important. They're all important. I'm... How would we know Wolverine was yellow? Someone else would colour it in. <laughs> An eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling that I'm probably the least important with the letterer. If yeah, we're I mean, like... are you are you doing the story or are you just being told where to put the letters? I'm just, I'm just doing the text. Yeah. Mm, so yes. someone's telling you like X dash... M no, E no, no, N. No, no. no, I'd be given I'd be given the paragraph of he says this here, this here, this And you've got to fit it in the speech bubbles. Yeah. That's not easy. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Neither is the colouring. The colouring is the colouring. Gra- Next time you look at a comic, look at the gradients. It's not just a bit like as far as it, oh, as far as the thing, colouring books is what we give yep. the youngest. Yeah, but of they don't humans. they're not doing gradients. They're not doing shading. Okay, fine. You're not eight. You're nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Ahoy also to Earl from Australia. Ahoy, Hamish, Andy, and Jack. My name is Earl Squirrelson, <laughs> and I am a time-traveling supercomputer that has been designed to upload audio messages to your website. Given the enormous strain on our society it was presenting because of its inefficiency, I have traveled back to the year 1983 being the year the World Wide Web was invented to ensure that this message will upload in time. Hopefully it gets to you before Jack finishes building his house. Goodbye. Well, good news to your overlords, Earl. You let your owners know it just made it. I, I Mike... Uh, multimedia Mike came in and said, "Earl's good." You know, he, he was Earl's <laughs> he, really, he, 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 re- he really backed this, <laughs> and um, uh, it, it probably appeals to his type of humour. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How would you describe Mike's type of humour? <laughs> like sci-fi, a bit sci-fi. sci-fi. That's yep. it. That's, that's, <laughs> yes, that's, yes. <laughs> He would, he would have strong opinions on colorists versus inkers. Yes, he, he would. Um, yeah. Haim. Something that came up on the show in recent times, uh, Jacko, we've pulled a little grab for it. Um, here is us uh, at Nando's the other day on a secret mission. We we're going in there to find out whether the seasoning they put on the chips in store is the same mm-hmm. as the purchasable takeaway bottle uh, seasoning that you can grab in there. Jack comes in. You buy the salt 
Okay, and that's something that's already packaged up that they sell. It's the pre-packaged stuff that we're testing against the in-store peri-peri seasoning. Okay. okay. And so the claim is this is nothing like the one that they put on the yes, regular the chips. Okay, I'm just asking. Yes. He might not let you buy it if he knows what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, my mum made a similar claim against the pancake parlour. Oh, wow. Hold that thought. <laughs> We're up. <laughs> Hold that thought was said. And now, let it go. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've the time has come to address that thought. Jack, you... Seem to have some unfinished business with the pancake parlor. We absolutely loved the pancake parlor as children. Mm -hmm. I, as did I, still do. And the, I, can I point out, I think the pancake parlor may be Victoria only. Really? It's heavily concentrated in Victoria. The, only other, because, the other states are missing out. Yes, okay. I, I actually sent I Jack... I personally uh, don't think so, but... You don't like pancake parlor? Get oh. out of here. You don't like pancake parlor. Farmer's breakfast. <laughs> Alice, is, Alan Alice in Wonderland. I, I've been recently to pancake parlor on my own. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Jack. I'll be honest with you. I I mean, I've now, I haven't lived in Melbourne for like a year, but we would have been at least once a month. The Pancake Palace had those funny mirrors so you could yes, look in. Yes, they're very funny. That you, warped mirrors so you could appear taller yep. or smaller and stuff. Funhouse mirrors and Fun giant mirrors. chess. Exactly. Any restaurant that's trying to get people in with gimmicks cannot be comfortable with the food. How's this for a gimmick? The best tasting pancake you'll ever eat. How's that for a gimmick? <laughs> <laughs> well, lose the, the only place doing, that's doing bacon and eggs on, on pancakes with hash browns. Mm -hmm. all I mean, I'm, the hash browns are phenomenal. All I'm saying is, why then the gimmicks? If you're so... It's, it's like, a value don't, add, it's, it's, it's don't a value trust add. a restaurant yeah, with value a view. It's, it's a value add. It's just a little bonus. I actually find it, it's a nice cherry on top. Okay. Anyway. You know, you look at what some of your golf clubs that, that you're a member of and stuff, it's like, you know, do you need a guy in the club room massaging your feet after <laughs> you've played around? No, but you enjoy it, don't you, Ando? You're not going there because of that, because of Gerard, but you enjoy it. <laughs> you do like it. It's anyway, a value add. Let's get <laughs> so we we would go to the pancake parlor. We would beg to go to the pancake parlor all the time. Yep. But we were only Father's Day. It was always a Father's Day treat for the Blakes growing really? up. Really? We would, if we were lucky, we'd couple it with a movie. So, so maybe it's more nostalgic that's taking you back. Nope. Well, I like remember I at the time loving the pancakes. So mum said <laughs> one, at one, one time we went there, they were advertising that you can buy the mix mm. and take it mm. home and cook mm. pancake parlour at home. Mm. You still mom, can. Mum said we, we'll get this and then we don't have to come as much. We were so excited. <laughs> we'll wake up and eat pancake parlour straight away. Mm. It did not taste like pancake parlour pancakes. Okay. Haim, okay. you've done the same thing. I, we, like I said, we're a pretty big pancake parlor family. And in Sydney, there is no pancake parlor, but there's a place called Pancake on the Pancakes on the Rocks, okay. which has a suspiciously similar font and menu. <laughs> <laughs> right. I actually sent a photo to Jack the other weekend. We were at Pancakes yeah. on the Rocks, and I said, we don't have is, is it Is it at the Rocks in Sydney? Yeah, it's actually closer to Darling Harbour, but. Okay. Maybe it's maybe the branch. Maybe there's two of them. And it can't be a coincidence because there's not many mm. shops or restaurants using that saloon type font. <laughs> it was it's in the exact saloon type font. Right. Okay. To my dismay, pancakes on the roster. I feel and and I'm not. I don't have a. I don't have a horse in the race either way here. But it isn't as superior as pancake parlor. Right. Purely for their hash brown game. The, the farm. They don't even. Do a farmer's breakfast. They don't even do bacon and eggs on pancakes. Okay. They serve. They offer a pancakes on the rocks. They offer bacon and eggs. 
Not on Mankind. Not on Mankind. <laughs> Come on. Guys, what's the point of your shop? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you obviously have been heavily influenced by Pancake Power, but did you pay attention when you were there stealing? <laughs> mm. oh, you, you've just reminded me, Ham, actually. There is a Pancake Power. Allegedly. <laughs> in Brisbane. Sorry, allegedly. <laughs> st- stealing inspiration. <laughs> there, is, there is at least one in Brisbane because we I were. I think Bianca there could be one in SA too. Yeah. yeah, we were there for just the weekend and I found out it had a Pancake Power. I said, oh, we have to go. And we went. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Mate, the wow. great thing about pancake parlors in Melbourne I'm is... I'm going to go back, by the way. Yeah, there's one in Doncaster. That was my preferred. Um, that 24-hour, the one in Doncaster. That's a 24-hour. <laughs> you know a 24-hour drive to get out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, must be nice. We... The, the only reason I know it's a twenty four hour is years and years ago, my my one of my little boys, like it was Sunny's like fifth or sixth birthday party, was at the pancake parlor because we love it so much. Was at the one in Doncaster, mm. and I was making his birthday cake at night and realised I made it an enormous. It was in the shape of Slimer from yes. Ghostbusters, mm. and I'd accidentally made it massive. It was like a ten or fifteen kilogram cake, like it was huge. <laughs> and I'm sitting there at home going. I think oh, that's bigger than the actual slice. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's only like nine kids at the birthday or whatever. I was like, what? So more than made? a kilo each. It was, it, if it was a wedding cake, it would have happily done 500 people. But I just sort of got, I got carried away with the shape and wasn't really thinking about how to divvy it yes. out. Anyway, the birthday's the next morning at the pancake parlor. I'm sitting there going, mate, this whole thing, this thing's massive. It's covered in buttercream ice cream. It's going to, like, as well as getting all the kids ready, get them out of the house, mm. birthday party morning, there's the stress of leaving the house. Is it wise for me to add in a a clothes-staining cake that's huge and can be wobbling around any, everywhere? And yeah. our mate Hado was over at my house helping me Pack build in. the cake. Yeah. So I go, hey, maybe we go at 6 in the morning. Whenever Pancake Parlor opens, let's go first thing, oh, drop right. it off, come back home, get the family. Anyway, we're looking online. He goes, it's 24 hours. We call him up. They're open. It's like three in the morning Amazing. when we're finishing this birthday cake. Drove there at three in the morning. Hato drove. I'd had a bit to drink. So yeah. I'm holding Slimer and it's like hitting the window and stuff and just leaving green all over the car. But then got got out of the car with this massively heavy cake, just kicked the door open like we had a gunshot victim. Yeah. Like, We've got a cake here. We're gonna help. And they put it in the cool room and it was packed at three in the morning. Packed. Packed. So the pancake pile was packed at three in the morning. Wow. Okay. So do, people are onto it. They're so, doing well. Let's go back to the... Sorry, yeah, your the, pancake issue, Jack. You, yep. So I love the pancakes, but mum, making the pancakes at home did not replicate the pancakes they have at the parlour. Were you we using proved, the right syrup? I can't, I can't remember. Mum mom made them, so she could have mucked up on the syrup or the ice cream or the hundreds and thousands, who knows, but the, I didn't think the pancakes were the same. Because you said you've done it ham yep. and you said it I, was I, close to the same. I... I Mm. The tricky thing about the pancake, the short stack at the pancake parlor is the fluffiness. Mm. That's hard to replicate with a home pancake. Mm-hmm. I think the mix does a very good job of replicating the fluffiness. So you think it's the cook, not the, not the cake? Well, it would be unfair I, of us to talk about Jill Post for your mum without her being able to defend herself. <laughs> so she joins us right now <laughs> as a surprise Jill. to Jack. Jill, I know you've got laryngitis, so thank you very much for coming Bye, on with Mom. a croaky voice. How are you feeling first up, ahoy? Uh, I'm feeling fine, thank you, but I just don't sound like myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, just wanted to make sure that Jill's not still emotional about the pancake. <laughs> she sound like, it does sound like you're about to break down. In It does, doesn't it? It's, uh, you know, I was sitting there thinking this. we did this a very, very long time ago, hmm. and now hmm. that our kids are in their 20s and 30s, you know, the pancake parlour isn't our restaurant of choice. 
But I'm so wrong. I could still take them there. They'd be happy. We would love no, family so. Christmas and pancake parlor <laughs> birthdays. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Jill, do you remember making the packet, uh, pancake parlor packet uh, pancakes at home? Yeah, I do. Okay. And I, I, Jack's blaming the cook. But you know what happened? They stuck to the fry pan. Did they? So you, yeah, so you couldn't just fl- – no, it's not. <laughs> Follow the instructions. Yeah. But they stuck to the fry pan, so they got mangled when you tried to flip them. It mm. was it was an absolute nightmare. No idea mm. what they tasted like, but they looked atrocious. Yep. Now, you know, maybe they've improved the packet since – you know, well, I'm, I'm not sure that that's the packet's fault. Did you grease yeah, the pan? Jane. Did you? Oh, were, were you well, I've got to say, Jill, everyone listening, <laughs> if this was MasterChef, the first thing they would say is, no. hey, there's really only one reason things stick or don't stick to pans, yeah. and that's, no, um, was, that's a layer was, of oil. No, 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 I've done pancakes before and <laughs> after and since. <laughs> yeah. There was something in this mix that made it, not flippable. Right. <laughs> not you... flippable mix. Wow. Well, yeah. my, my experience Had with you this been drinking? <laughs> Have to ask. Have to ask. Okay. Hey, just have yeah, to ask. Who knows does, what those? Who knows what Jack and the rest of the gang put through in those days? <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. We feel so sorry. We have to take care of him these days, and uh, yeah. we can't think of how hard it would have been for you. Jill. Here's, here's the tricky thing about that mix. There's a couple of things come to mind here. I've used that mix. I've myself. I've got as excited as you guys did, and I, this is only a few years ago. And I saw it available, mm-hmm. and you go, "Yes, mm-hmm. please. We'll take it home. We'll make it stuff at home." Now it's not exactly. It's not coming out exactly the way it does at the pancake parlor because you've got to remember the guys and girls in there cooking, they're professionals. Yes. Mm. They train for this every weekend <laughs> um, and, and they might have some purpose-built pans and teflons squirters and, and squirters, yeah. all those stuff. Yep. Yeah. Mine, did, mine flipped okay. Oh, I, I oh. found there to be nice, nice flex. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't a sticky mix, you don't think, home? Yeah, I mean, I mean... I just got to say, I mean, I'm just putting a regular amount of canola. I go a canola and butter mix, but that's yeah, not, there's nothing yeah. special there. Are you sure you put it on your... <laughs> it would have been... We definitely put butter on it, but, you know, this yeah. is early 90s. They, that's I'm, true. I'm <laughs> we, know the butter, we know the butter back then had quite a lot of sand in it. And yeah. <laughs> is, it possible, is it possible that you just... Take us back there. If you, you often, well, I mean, yeah. like, are you still in the same house at the moment, Jill? No, we're not. Damn, we're not I was just going to ask you to review the security footage. No. <laughs> you wouldn't have the tapes from no, that. No, I watch. <laughs> I watch a lot of Law and Order. See, yeah. <laughs> ASVU, and they take the victim back and they get them to walk through what they are doing. Oh, great! So mm. I was just going to hope that Jill could walk into the kitchen, but picture it. You're, you're in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're and we had the fry pan on the stove. So right. fry pan we've used for pancakes in the past. Perfect. And, and you go to you the know, you go to the fridge. were really high. We go to the fridge. You look in the there. Mix. Oh no, there's no butter. You said you said Jill. <laughs> <laughs> does that does that make does that ring a bell? Oh no. Was it, yeah. Is it possible there was a, just a <laughs> no square of yellow that. cloth or something <laughs> nearby that you thought was butter? Or the bread tie from the bread, and you threw that in the pan thinking it was a knob of butter. But in fact, it was melted plastic. Okay, no, she's out of it. Okay. You did say it was six in the morning, Jill. You did earlier in your your testimony say it was six in the morning. Is it possible on a Sunday, you know, and you're you're a busy mum, the household's an absolute, you know, chaotic. You've got (laughs) three kids growing up. Three or four? Four. Three. Four. 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 Yeah, Yeah, four. Plus John. One of them's forgettable. Um, <laughs> is it possible in all that chaos, so early in the morning and also six o'clock dark, 
You just, no, you, just you missed no. the pan. Could you have scooped through the butter and mix? No. Guys, if, if my mum says that it's a sticky mix, I got I have to believe that it's I a sticky that, mix. Jack, stand by your mum. Jill, we do stand by you as well. We just need it. We, we hated doing that. Yeah. But we yeah, had you know to what probably I'm interrogate. Yeah. I'm going to try it again and see Great if idea. they've improved it. Mm. Right. Mum, also, we had common man pans, obviously, growing up. I'm sure the Blakes have very fancy oh, non-stick yeah, pans, true. and that's yeah, why they're flippable like Blakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, must be nice. Hey, Jill, can you say must be nice for me? <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> must, be, must, be, must be nice to be cooking pancake pie at your house. I didn't get to do that until I was an adult. <laughs> Although one time, Jill, I mean, while we're discussing must be nice foods, one time Jack was at my house and we ordered Chinese takeaway, mm. and I asked him if he wanted a chicken noodle, chicken sweet corn, soup yeah. and he said what's that and I said well <laughs> it's a pretty standard menu item for most you know Chinese yeah. takeaway places and he said we were never able to have it growing up we didn't grow up fancy <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I, I respect the bare yeah. rations you gave him growing up I did I was like mate it's a four dollar soup it's not too crazy to <laughs> yeah. eat a chicken sweet corn soup but no. it's, a, it's a story for another time Hamish but they were very hard children to feed oh. and uh, Chinese takeaway would have been too exotic for them at the point. We were picky point. eaters. Yeah, right. Yeah. Pasta with butter and salt. Jill, we'd yeah. love to start a, a regular segment called Memoirs of a Young Jack. <laughs> if you can yeah. start stockpiling Memoirs of a some, some of those great stories for us. We'll be back with that. Please rest up and thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Nice to talk to you again. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks. Sticky memory as well as a sticky neck. <laughs> Hey, a few weeks back, I went on a golf trip with my pals. Hogs was amongst it, who's big, obviously a big part of this show from time big, to time. Big hogs, big part. So you get a few hogs thoughts as you go around and, and you play golf with him and have a, have a drink with him. Um, this isn't the one I was <laughs> going to concentrate on, but when he said, when Michelangelo was doing the 16th chapel, <laughs> we all know after you've done if after you've done a dozen you're on you've warmed up <laughs> so your next your next 12 are good <laughs> and it took me a while to realise he was talking about the Sistine Chapel which is the yeah, most famous too. roof of Vatican mm. City ceiling of Vatican City but I did love the idea that he'd gone through a number of ceilings and then was ready for the job but uh, well having dinner and there was a lazy Susan in the middle of the table. Yeah, right. And he says, I said, great invention. And he said, yeah. I said, well done to the people who invented this. And he said, yeah, but if they didn't do it, it was always going to be invented. There are those. There are definitely those kind of inventions. <laughs> now, now is that... I don't know if the lazy Susan, that, it would fall into that category. That's what I wanted to ask both of you. Is, is, does this fall into the category of it was always going to be made? I'm not sure. I think credit's still due. Because even with <laughs> Thomas Edison and the light bulb, you can't go like, oh, well, someone eventually would have given us the light bulb. Yeah. There's there's definitely inventions where you're like, you you can't just claim, yeah, this would have this would have happened anyway. Like mm. and I think the more technological it is, the more you have to be like, okay, well, yeah. this was this was clever. I think it would have got to the stage with the lazy Susan mm. where had it not been invented by now, I don't think we would have done it. <laughs> I think it came, a lot of inventions are, are about timing too. Mm. They come mm. along at a time where when something sweeps the world like the Lazy Susan did, mm. it's culturally ready. Like yes. we're ready to jump on it. A lot of inventions yeah. can be before their time. I think it came along at a time 
when tables were circular. <laughs> circular. Circular is one. But we were gathering around tables a lot. It was a time of banquets, He's... feasts, um, functions, oh. and but before television was stealing us away from tables. Because yeah. I think if, if it came around now, people aren't gathering around a circular table as much as they used to be. My point back to Hogs was if if because it's come from China, I believe, or definitely an Asian country, but that's where it, it, I see it most. I, think, I believe so. I think yeah. we think that because it was obviously Chinese restaurants growing up, but I think that's But it has to have come accurate. from a culture that shared dishes, I think. Or sauces. Or sauces. Mm. That, so I think if, I don't think the French are inventing the Lazy Susan. In fact, I don't think they would, they need one. No. Where we were, we weren't having uh, Asian, Asian cuisine, but we still found it very helpful. <laughs> We so my, my although <laughs> when you were young, eating at a restaurant that served that particular type of cuisine was your first introduction to share style dishes. Mm. You weren't doing that at the Italian restaurant, one main each. <laughs> you were doing that when you ate out and so my, you had more family style sharing. Yeah. So we were finding it great, even though we weren't having Asian cuisine. My, that was my point to, to Hogs is I don't think it would have been invented. I don't think Italians are coming up with the lazy Susan because there was no need for it. And also the, the there's I think there's less circular tables mm. in Australia than other countries. That's what I mean. It has to be culturally the right time, doesn't it? Mm. And 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 I don't know if enough credit's being given to my point I make <laughs> about the timing of tables and when they're booming when you're in a table heavy world. Because we've got to admit the draw away from the table is now on, right? Yep. TV dinners probably started in the eighties and nineties where you just microwave you people were eating meals in front of the TV. But yeah, table culture mm. has Diminished since the heyday of the lazy Susan. Have you ever we had, have you ever we had have, someone with a lazy Susan in their own house? Um, We've got well. One. I'd like to. I'd like to self-report. It must be nice. Yes, we have a lazy Susan you in both, ours. You both have a lazy it's, Susan. It's more decorative. It's very small. Oh, we, we have, have a, a round. We have a small Susan. Very yeah, Baz nice. is basically a coaster. Yeah, it just well, rotates. It actually doesn't even serve the purpose of a lazy Susan because I can reach both sides of it from anywhere yes, on the too. table. Ooh, yeah, we have a round. We have a round play kitchen a table. A very fancy <laughs> table that you've both got. It's no, not no. automated. No. It's you, not <laughs> It's not auto. You still have to manually grind it like a peasant in the field. <laughs> thought you might. I thought you might. I don't know. You've got a golf sim. <laughs> Must be very nice. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I think there's one area that your partner and my partner share similarities. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably many areas, but yeah. I think this is a bit of a common one. Boobs. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they both have okay. them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good. Settle down, you nines. Settle down. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure if you were actually just yelling out stream of consciousness. I'd, you might not even be aware that that popped out. But it, it did, no, and it's just... on the record. <laughs> yeah, it's on the record. You just, yeah. That's one similarity. There's, a, there's plenty. Um, there is, there is more. There is, more, there is <laughs> yeah. more. We can look past. Plenty. We can look past that. Um, an area where both very intelligent, mm-hmm. both understand, um, you know, concepts like scientific concepts. Yet mm-hmm. at the same time, would both Zoe did this on the weekend, and I'm sure Beck would do a similar thing. Zoe got someone to energy cleanse the house oh my to God. burn some sage, and I go, how for someone that's very scientific based yes. in the rest of her life. Yeah. Are we falling for this? Yeah. Like, so someone came round. 
they burn some sage and they walk through the house. And you should, you should. So Beck t- carries around this block of wood called Palo Sancho. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. <laughs> That's her other boyfriend. <laughs> That means you're not giving her enough affection, to be honest. Does she do it when you're on golf trips? She does hug it a lot. And, uh, well, poor old Paolo, but it it burns and it's quite a heavy smoke, like similar to what you might see at a Catholic, you know, when they've got the... The the, the incense. The incense going. It's that... That big amount of smoke, and she wanders around. The wow! House. So it's like it's like almost a stage effect for Paolo Sancho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Paolo <laughs> Sancho <laughs> lasers. <laughs> yes, and so she smokes out the house, similar to the yep. way that you do to a beehive, and you expect them all to go to sleep. That's that is, gee, that's a lot of smoke. It's a lot of smoke. I wasn't there when the witch came over and did our house. Mm-hmm. How did it feel um, going back to the house? Same? So, well, the, the thing is, the, the thing is, it's based on the fact like our little, like Rudy, our four-year-old, been getting out of bed a lot at night. And so I was like, oh, I think this is the energy of the house. I went, honey, I reckon there's other things at stake. I don't think Rudy's getting out of bed because of a demon or, <laughs> yes. or a bad spirit that happens to be in the house. And so I was like, oh, well, don't knock until we've had it. So, okay, well, okay. I won't. But if we can agree that the pass or fail here is based on whether or not Rudy still wakes up. I'd love that level of scientific rigor right. over the energy clearing. Anyway, the lady came over and, of course, does a bit of like, you know, walks around and does a bit of like, oh, my God, yeah, look at this. Oh, yeah. Like, Never have they walked <laughs> in and gone, no, nah, you, you should be <laughs> all fine here. No charge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for coming out. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it all, all it went, she, it got cleansed, it got cleansed. Um, then the lady goes, gee, is it possible to change around the bed in the room? Because it's sort of lying the wrong, it's relying on the wrong energy it's not. channel. And then I was like, nah, it's sort of like the, the bed head stuck to the wall kind of thing. And so then the, because the lady knew that that was one of the reasons I call it, was it re keeps waking up during the night. She's then jumped on the fact that the bed head stuck to the wall and gone, well, it really is more the fact um, that the bed's facing the wrong direction energy-wise. No, it's not. She's yep. been slipped to 50 by the builder. <laughs> so she, she's onto that and she's like, yeah, right. So I'm not sure there's much I can do here. I'll, I'll, I'll cleanse the rest of the house. Charge hundreds you. of dollars. Hundreds of dollars for just wafting around the house. Yep. It, I mean, yeah, this was like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, I mean, the so I remember getting home that day and so I was like, good news. Like, you know, she's been, we can all sleep a lot easier. Great. And I hear so going to Rudy, yeah, honey, now do you feel like, you know, your bedrooms, is this all, everything feeling good? And I was like, don't explain this to her. No, like, no. don't introduce the concept of bad, like, yeah. what, what are we, like, she's a kid, like, she's going to think, she's going to think that, this cut, like, this, this lady there's, there's more actual often. spirots It'll that roam around the house, yeah. like, spook her more. And then so goes and I explained to her that, that, that there was, that you know, who this lady was. Rude wakes up in the middle of the night, right, comes into me. Dad, I'm scared. I said, What's going on? Because <sighs> Mum told me there was a witch in there. <laughs> what did she do that for? Because no, Rudy, I said she's a good witch. I was like, this has completely backfired. Like, now Rudy thinks that there's witches just roaming. Like, you didn't see her. You didn't see the witch, but she's she was in here. <laughs> what are we doing? That's all she knows is that you know sometimes there's witches in the house. <laughs> You have to get this lady back, Ham, and burn her. <laughs> at the I state. might have to. I might have to go, look, it's all taken care of. Or get Jack's holistic dentist in and pull a... <laughs> see if, rub see a molar against the head. See if, see if we need to rub a few canines against the wardrobe and change the energy. <laughs> Listener.
Aim, we've got to play uh, Tell Us Someone We Haven't Thought Of for a while. It's halfway through the year, so it's perfect timing for people to, to call in mm-hmm. and tell us someone that they think we haven't thought of this year. Yep. If they, we, of course, it's a trust-based game. Yep. Um, if we genuinely have thought of them, often um, commiserations mm. are in order. But if you get it correct, if you sneak one past both goalies, then you win a selection of hats. For some reason, we do get quite a lot of hats sent to the show yep. um, from time to time. And you get a couple of hats on your side of the bench. Yep. Well, four, we've, got, over here. we've got four contestants, so we've got four hats. Um, I'll start with what I think is the uh, bogey prize. Um, yeah, it's a, a, a what if hat. It says the big melon what if. Black with white uh, green writing, our least preferred class, but at the back just a straight Velcro ham. Never, never pleasant. Never pleasant. <laughs> you just don't feel like you can get it tight enough, and you don't feel like you can trust that class. Second hat is a is a a uh, trucker, and Jack will be pleased that we're mentoning it because it's from Mavis Peanut Butter. Right, I, mean, I think Mavis oh, cut stop off the supply. <laughs> <Stop> acting surprised. <laughs> this is no, he's reading I, from a script. I he's reading from a script. <laughs> Mavis actually cut off the supply to me, so. I'm now 100 percent uh, monkeys. Oh, monkey. So you'd prefer not to have this hat? No, I wouldn't choose it. No. <laughs> <laughs> great, great example to if any company is looking at jumping on board Jack's personal sponsorship train. Um, a, a locomotive yeah, that has many carriages. <laughs> yes. Once you're off the back, yeah. you are. There is no love lost between you and Jack, and you can turn into an enemy of the of the brand. No, I'm not an enemy. They do do good peanut butter, but I will say. <laughs> In the end, they really only sent about four jars and they got a lot of promo oh, out well, of it. So not worth it. Tens of thousands of dollars. I'd say they've, done a, they've, they've, they've played a smart hand there. Uh, Haim, uh, next hat is a flexi fit. We quite like them if they do uh, the right size. It's tactile systems. It's a grey, um, I would say, over. It's embroidered, so it's, it's, there's no expense spared. I'm not sure how much we'd love. A, I don't know what tactile systems does. You don't know what the system is, but you certainly know you'd feel it or mm. could get a good feel for it if you were around one of their systems. <laughs> but I feel like you've got the hat that we all might cover. Well, Ando, uh, the Dutch Deals hat. This yes. is the website that I purchased um, some mini pancake mix, some poffages mix from. Yeah. Uh, the Dutch Deals website, he, I didn't spend $200 or more on the website <laughs> to, get the, um, to get the purple Dutch Deals baseball style hat. So I must stress that it's just baseball style. Do not, not play baseball this in This is it. not. You can try and play baseball, <laughs> but oh, certainly only, recreationally only. I, would, this <laughs> I wouldn't even not, do that, mate. This is not the hat that the professional Dutch Deals baseball team uses. They, they obviously use the pro hat. This is just in the style I love of them. that hat. Hat, um, but look, you know, it, it's absolutely the number one spot in Australia if you are looking for not just Dutch items, but deals on those items. Haim, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you've got one in the chamber because remember we've got to in you've got to insert someone we haven't yes, thought of. Yes, yes, okay. I think I've open. got one. I was thinking of this person. All right, let's cook into it. It's been a while since I've thought about Rosie Perez from White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> yeah, and it's been a while since. I've seen them. You would have lost him. Who else? Oh, come on. <laughs> I, and I've got great one to back this up. I listened to a podcast called The Rewatchables. I've told you about this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which is basically... They did White Men Can't Jump. They, we know they were doing The Bodyguard. I was listening to the episode of The Bodyguard. Basically, these guys that were into sport, really, they analyse films like they're sport. It's just awesome. And they one of the segments in The Rewatchables is who, was go- who would you... 
it's the what if casting couch. It's the recasting couch. Yeah. And they said the sister who would for Whitney play. Houston, who would play her? And they brought up Rosie Perez. Well done. That's tough. Tough. But well Matt, I hope you didn't have Rosie Perez in the barrel <laughs> to fire at us. Matt, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy, number six. Ahoy. Uh, <laughs> what would you, <laughs> Matt, who do you want to throw at us that we haven't thought of for a while? All right. Have you thought about in a while former Australian surfer Mark? Oki Okalupo. Oh, I don't nah, think I have. Nah, I don't nah. think I have. I've, I've thought, thought about a bunch Michael, of them. I, thought, I think I've thought about Michael Mick Fanning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have yes. thought about Oki. Yeah, nah, uh, that's abs- good. absolutely, Matt. Congratulations. <laughs> that's that's a win straight off the bat. Yeah, that is a win straight off the bat. And that's the best kind of one because, you know, as a 12-year-old mm. suburban kid who had decided he was heavily into surfing despite, <laughs> despite having never attached... Several the, hundred kilometres from the <laughs> a, a wave. Never attached the rope to the leg, but decided this is the subculture for me. Um, I, of course, was heavily into Oki. Um, just didn't understand any of the stuff he was doing. <laughs> uh, what so, hat would yeah. you like, uh, uh, Matt? Oh, obviously the uh, the Dutch baseball team hat. Well, not uh, style, no, style, 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 <laughs> style. <laughs> style. It's just important we make the legal definition because we don't we certainly don't want you running out in the field with the Yankees and then getting a fly ball in the head because it didn't cut out the light properly because it is just baseball style. Matt, congrats to you. Uh, from Thank Matt you to uh, Abby. Ahoy to so you, Abby. Clinical, wasn't he, Matt? Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Abby. ahoy. Um, tell us someone we haven't thought of for a while. I'm hoping you haven't thought of Collingwood great Brian Strawn. Strawny. Ah, uh, sorry. Sorry. I'm really sorry. The unlucky one for you here is... Hard when you got the poster. Well, no. You have the book. Don't you have Strawny's book in your Pete, house? Peter Hellier. I do follow Peter Hellier on Twitter. And he does remind us of Strawny. <laughs> I'm not sure why. He's not, yeah, he's not trying to bury Strawny, is he? <laughs> no. So, so Pete has I reminded like me of Strawny's. Don't you have Strawny's DVD or book or something in your house? Well, I feel like I've seen really? Strawny around I your have, living room. I've definitely read the book. You Maybe I'm thinking when I was at your house. Sorry, Abby, uh, no good there. But yeah. uh, one of the greats. It was, yeah, one of the greats. Um, from Abby to Ben, ahoy, Ben. Uh, ahoy, Hamish, number six and the birthday boy. Thanks for having me on. Ahoy, <laughs> lovely ahoy, to be ben. Um, ben, tell us something we haven't thought of for a while. Um, I'm hoping you haven't thought of Reese Maston, the 2011 X Factor winner. Mm. The reason there's a pause here is I'm not because sure. I think of Reese's, yeah. but I get my Reese's mixed up. We definitely so, know Reese Masting, and I'll tell you how we know him. Well, okay, remember that was, that was my worry for, for Ben was sometimes you can't remember someone you've go, never known. The days yeah. of the radio show, our producer Sam Kavanagh would always bring up Reese as a great example of someone who rallies people behind him on Twitter, and he had the little rockers as people who got on board. Reese, mm. and he was trying to convince us to do our version of the Little Rockets. <laughs> he was. <laughs> still doesn't ring much of a bell. <laughs> well, doesn't ring a huge bell. Did he Reece, ever come on the show, Joe? Reese would have been on the show, I imagine. I don't. Th- what? How do you spell his surname? Maston, M-A-S-T-E-N. Maybe. <laughs> I think you were calling him Matson. <laughs> Shorter guy, but I've, a good, really good singer. Oh, it was a rocker, yeah, Little Rocket. Yeah. No, that I've was his fans of the Little Rockers. I've looked him up. I don't think we've ever had him on. Look up Hamish and Andy Reese Maston. Okay. Reese Maston. If he's been on, then we have to give it to him. But 
I don't think I know him. That's the, I think I know Reese Muldoon. Yeah, <laughs> I think I obviously know. You know, your more contemporary Reeses, your Reese Darby's. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. Hamish and Andy, Reese Nestor. In a Facebook post, it says, Hamish Nandy, we have a little segment called Tell Us Someone We Haven't Heard Of for a while. <laughs> <laughs> From what year was he born on? Is he a repeat offender in this? And someone in the comments has put Reese Maston. So it's not, that's yeah. the only association. I, I, yeah, I don't think we, I don't think there's enough neural connection to go, I, we, we, we knew and him. I'm sure, I want to say this publicly, I'm sure he's great. Mm. I'm sure the little rockers have put their faith in the right man, but mm. I just don't know if we've personally made the connection. That's okay. You yeah. can't know everyone in the world. <laughs> so sorry about that, Ben, but excellent try. Um, flattening. <laughs> it is flattening. It's a harsh way to lose it. But it um, uh, from Ben... You would have looked good in the Dutch deals hat too. <laughs> it's already gone. <laughs> uh, Tom, wrap this up for us. Tom, tell us Ahoy. someone we haven't thought of for a while. Hi, gents. How are we? Yeah, good, thanks. Really good, mate. Uh, so thinking or guessing you are uh, hoping you haven't thought of Oprah's long-term partner, Stedman, for a while. Oh. Oh, well, that's, that's interesting. Good form, good form. I mean, I know, obviously know who he is. I'm, have I thought about him? I've thought, <laughs> thought, about, I've thought, of, I've thought about Oprah. I've thought I've about definitely Oprah. thought about Oprah. Um, Many times. I feel like. Would I have thought about Stedman while I was thinking about Oprah? I mean, <laughs> what, what's our dis- decision in this? I know I've thought about Oprah. Heaps. And I know Particularly I've thought about. Prince Harry and Markle interview. Yep. And I know I've thought about her at home. Okay. You think you saw her <laughs> in the periphery of the question is the question is while I was thinking about her at home and what because I was hearing a podcast with her on it and she was talking about like what her day is like and what her week is like and I was thinking what is your week like Oprah did she mention and Stedman? what is it because she's talking about how she likes to be at home she goes she walks did every she day say at home with Stedman no but let's hear me out she was talking about how she walks every day <clears throat> she forages she goes in her garden and gets the food for lunch and mm-hmm. it just sounds like a you know. She's she's got herself in a position where she owns like you know yeah. half a state or something like so she's, she's it's her forest and she's happy and she's having a great time in nature, and I know I thought a lot about what her day would be like. Mm. The question is, would I have seen him in that vision? I don't think you did. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you did. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, you're I'm getting ahead. I don't think you did. I yeah, think, Tom. I, I, do you know what? I think I saw someone at lunch with her, but I couldn't say if it was him or not. It was too hazy. You've got it, Tom. <laughs> You've got it, Tom. Tom, what hat Three. do you want, mate? <laughs> do you want the uh, the Mavis or the tactile? I mean, I, I mean, I'll suggest what if. I should, probably I shouldn't lead the witness, but I mean, do you want the what if hat? What do you want to go with? Uh, I'll take the what if one, thanks. Yeah. Wow, okay. Wow. <laughs> okay, there you go. That just goes to show you always include choice. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, buddy. Well played. Ando, mm. we mentioned um, mentioned the other week the, the, the concept of, um, well, the concept of in relation to sometimes we get excited about ideas mm. and they don't all make it to fruition. Um, well, there's, I think always we get excited about it. But the sustained excitement. Sorry, yes. We are always excited about <laughs> ideas, but they don't always make them to fruition. And yes. the ones that you get excited about the seed yet never never sit in the shade of the tree, mm. they are known on the show as peter outs. Yes. And we've become we gladly embrace the fact that we're not yeah. perfect human beings and no. we and life is full of peter outs. You want to be famous 
for other things. You don't want to solely. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be just famous for Peter Routes. But because, but I think we've got a few. Then you just the, the parents that are always promising going to Disneyland, <laughs> and over time people will stop trusting that Disneyland's going to happen. But I think we've got a fairly well balanced where we have a fun idea and it comes to fruition, and then yeah. there's others that, um, yeah, Peter Routes. Many many things have happened. But mm. We've also had some great Peter Routes, like mm. Chicken Chicken Fest is also a good um, example. A couple of years ago. Something that did happen, just mm. not in the original way yes. that we thought it could happen. When the Peter Outs happened, the, the concept of St. Peter Out came up the other mm. week. Um, patron the saint patron, of this show. The patron saint of this show mm. and of Peter Outs in general. Yes. I, I liked the idea mm. of St. Peter Out. Now, I'm aware that St. Peter Out himself mm. could become a Peter Out. Well, yeah, I'm surprised that we're actually talking about it. He'd be, he'd be hating this. <laughs> So there is, there is a bit of a furious, yeah. there is a strange meta loop to this where the very talking of it goes against everything the saint stands for. But if you put that just philosophically, yes. if you put that to the side for one second, yes. I would like to get. We talked about a stained glass window. I'd like to commission mm-hmm. an artist with the permission of the the group in mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. to do a stained glass window mm-hmm. to get it of Saint Peter out, and it's really just his foot. Like it's he's just leaving the stained glass, yes. right? So he's not is there the anymore. Stained glass finished. It is. So it's a complete it's, window. I, so I he didn't do I, it. I, I, I think. I think it's a logo kind of thing yeah. where he's leaving, and I wouldn't mind. Would we like in the add in, it in the way that those beautiful, you know, old yeah, the kind of that red, green, blue, yeah, like you know, that kind of that vision. But it, but it's always a saint there, yeah. and he's on a backdrop. This is really just the backdrop and a foot. Yes, okay, great. Do you know what I mean? Like usually the whole thing's the same. Yes. This is just the whole thing's the background, and and, and he's, he's wandered off. Yeah, because um, yeah, just the concept of sitting still for the for the portrait, yeah. he has he's petered out of the. Well, he's um, lost interest, and that's exactly gone. what he's, he's all out. about. Yeah. What do we think he's the actual pa- patron saint of? Is he the patron saint of losing interest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he? Because I thought, or is he? Is he the patron saint of best intentions? Oh, it's interesting. Because because I think I think when we have these ideas, it's like. We have best intentions, mm. but then, um, you I know, think, then, then life more, gets in the way. It is more that losing I interest. I think it's, <laughs> losing, it's more losing interest. <laughs> it's losing interest. But because, I also like the idea the that... Moment, it, the moment we have the idea, that's best mm, intentions. Yeah, that's right. But Peter out comes yeah. later where you lose interest. Yes. I did a bit of, in, I did a bit of investigating. Do you know there are 10,000 saints wow. in the Roman Catholic system? Is it already taken? It's not. <laughs> there isn't one for. This. I mean, there's saints for everything. Mm. I I I looked in. I looked into like, is there a patron saint? I wrote in patron saint of giving up. Is there a yeah. patron saint of giving up? Not surprisingly, there isn't. No. But there is they're one. More positive the saints. Yeah, they're always pretty positive. Yeah. There is Saint Rita of Caskia, yeah. who's almost Saint Peter out's enemy, because yeah. she's the patron saint of never giving up. Oh yeah, no, they so, hate each other. So yeah. what we've got here is a is an East Coast West Coast saint rift. Yes. Between you've got St. Rita, who's mm-hmm. just like, doesn't matter what, keep digging. Yep. And you've got St. Peter out, who's, oh, mate, look, if your heart's not in it, yeah. you can't <laughs> to do everything. <laughs> We've got to get to the pub, don't we? <laughs> you know, life is so, there's so many things to do. You yeah. can't do it all. You can't do it all. Can't That's St. Peter out's yeah. motto. You can't do it all. Yeah. Um, with the people, do, can we officially canonize St. Peter out as the, as the patron saint of our show? Yeah, absolutely. The patron saint of, of losing interest. Yep. Um, and being okay with it. I think mm. the subtext is like, I'm being, being okay, okay with it. it. Just acknowledging that that's yeah. life. I would like to get the official artwork done, and then I'd like to plant the seed here and over. Mm. And I think this is okay if this becomes a Peter out or not, because we're covered now either way. Yeah. What I would love to investigate is we get, you know how people have the Saint necklaces made? Mm. 
like, you know, St. Jude or whatever. Yes. St. That's a big thing in the saint world is the necklace of the saint. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. Do we make St. Peter our necklaces? necklaces? Yes. So people can wear it and know with pride. If you lose interest in something, that's okay because <laughs> okay. St. Peter out has yeah. it covered. Yeah, the anti-readers. Uh, the anti-readers. <laughs> yeah. And when someone goes, hey, mate, I thought, didn't you say, you know, didn't you tell, say that you were you yeah, doing, doing, the pic, doing the picnic for Julie's 30th? Yeah. You just show hold, them the St. Peter out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. did say that. No, I did say that. And it felt like a good idea, but I lost interest. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> Love it. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.